Sleep City Horror Season 2, Episode Uno. Welcome back. Rated PG, Matthias the Ill, Matt Man. Matt, 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 Matt. <laughs> Not going Matt, that Matt. route, dude. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Uh, hopefully, if you guys are followers of the YouTube channel, you know we have switched platforms. We are now on Spotify. Some would use the term legit. I would just say uh, lucky, I guess. Hmm. Yeah. Not good. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to come back. Good to be back. Just coming off of a kind of a last minute um, video we put together for the channel. Um, talked about Monster Palooza a little bit. We looked at the um, All I Wanted Was a Coke short um, that Mutant City Horror produced. Go check that out if you haven't seen it yet. Um, but this is officially Mutant City Horror's first episode on Spotify. Our first. Yeah. Well, we're not our first audio, but our <laughs> not intentional. We'll just leave it at first episode on Spotify. <laughs> there we go. That? There you go. Cool. Welcome to the new platform. Yeah. Um, so kind of starting off the same way we started off season one, I guess we can call that. Or I guess that's what we are calling it. With a Halloween special, right? Started our season on Halloween last year. So it was only fitting that we started our new season on Halloween this Absolutely. year. Absolutely. Yeah. It was a great call. Halloween's in a couple of days, so uh, all good. Hope everyone's prepared. You got a costume, Matt? Yes, I do. What are you doing? It's always the same costume every year. <laughs> Michael Myers? Of course. <laughs> um, not, nothing unique. Um, no real plans other than just... Uh, you know, going with the flow, enjoying the holiday season, of course. So I was watching this. Uh, I don't know if you know, but there is a newer version of DuckTales on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, I actually saw it. Have it's, you noticed they use a lot of black marker ink on that one? Uh, it's made to look like a comic book. Ah, okay. Yeah. I, I, I noticed quite the difference. In that. I'm getting through the, the series. There's only three seasons, um, and I'm right at the end of season three. Yeah. But they did a Halloween episode, and... um. It's like the kids are out trick-or-treating and then it ends up like they're on a set of a horror movie. And it was like, gave me this idea of like, I know Matt always dresses up as Michael Myers and just kind of roams the street. Like how cool would it be to like just do like some gorilla film where like <clears throat> we're out there just like, you know, walking around like dragging a dead body somewhere. And then like we make this scene out in the street where like, you know, somebody comes running from around the corner from the monster or whatever. Then I thought to myself like, that'd be cool. But then... What are the odds that, like, some citizen wants to get all, like, I'll save you, and then there's people getting in fights or whatever. Vigilante superhero of the neighborhood. Someone's always got to kill it. Yeah. No, I think it's a great idea, though. The the, the way you proposed it, I think, uh, bring life into into the Halloween season. You know, I think there's there's so much more that we can... We, we can put out there and stuff as, as far as it goes. But I'm seeing a lot of decorations. I'm seeing a lot of people... Kind of getting in the the swing swing of things. I don't know if I told you, but there's actually this house. <laughs> All right, so uh, With down the swamp dogs. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> But like uh, down my block, there's uh, there's a whole bunch of houses all lined up. They're all you know decorated up. You know, like some are fancier than others. But you look directly across the street, and there's one fucking house that completely skipped over the holiday and went straight to Christmas. Mm. Didn't know what I thought about that. Now, it could be taken any sorts of ways. I believe it to be some kind of joke 
of sorts. Like, ha, here's your Halloween decorations. I'm putting up my Christmas ones. Or they're just really hardcore anti-Halloween. Maybe they were going for, like, the Nightmare Before Christmas. Everyone says that. But then, like, they just forgot the Nightmare part. You know what I mean? Like, maybe they intended to do Nightmare Before Christmas, but it just ended up being all Christmas. No, it's very Christmassy. Mm. There's no indication that it's supposed to be Nightmare Before Mm. Christmas. Gotcha. Speaking of Christmas, I got a Christmas movie for us. Oh, good. It's one that I wanted to watch last year. Oh, good. Um, But uh, we'll watch it this year. Sounds good. good Looking forward to it. Here we are, Halloween season. So um, what movie did you select for us for this Halloween season? Well, ladies and gentlemen, I decided that given a recent uh, new cinema, uh, and if you are a fan of horror films, you probably know about uh, Art the Clown, the great terrifier, mm-hmm. uh, already had his big film debut, not very big, straight to video, but everyone knows the face, everyone knows the name. And uh, we had a sequel that just recently came out that will be brought out uh, on home platforms this Halloween. I got Screambox because that's where they're airing it. Learned about it today. Yeah. So, uh, so check it out, ladies and gentlemen. If you, if you want to check, check out that movie, it's coming out on Screambox. And, uh, and I just figure, you know, might as well celebrate that in a little little way of uh introducing the origins of where art the clown came from which to me i i would say likely one of the most intense like halloween horror films to date still at this moment i i still remember watching it and i was by myself it's the middle of the night now i'm not a guy who gets scared too easily but i was just like wow this really has everything going for it it's got the unsettling music. It's got the, uh, the the strange atmosphere. You don't really know what's what at some point. Everything kind of gets collaborated and pushed into some smorgasbord of horror nastiness, which I just absolutely love. So Nice. Uh, did I say the title? No, I was just going to say, did I <laughs> okay. miss it? Like, so uh, maybe, you know, that's all a fade and dandy, let's, but like, uh, what's the name of the movie? Let, let, let's give it a name. It is called uh, All Hallows Eve. That and uh, I, I actually, I remember when I actually saw the artwork for the film, uh, had Art the Clown's face on it, which happened to be the painting in the movie, by right. the way. Um, and already I was like, ah, this could be promising. Look at the budget level. I mean, yeah, I mean, I wasn't looking at the budget, but I, I was looking at the quality of the film and seeing how deliberate it was as far as B-rated quality. And I was just like, man, th- this movie's my jam. I got to check this shit out. And uh, here we are. Yeah. So um, kind of build is, uh, well, not build, but like uh, the quick uh, plot line is that a babysitter finds a VHS tip. Ugh. A babysitter finds a VHS tape. Wait, what's VHS? Oh, come on. <laughs> just just, if you have just to in ask, case you didn't know. If you have to ask, <laughs> not it's bad. probably not the channel for you. <laughs> Most of the movies we watch come from VHS. <laughs> yes, they do. So a babysitter finds a VHS tape, which features various sinister murders performed by a psychotic clown. Man, I can't read for shit. Probably all those fucking tall cans I drink before yeah, this shit. Yeah, probably. Um... So, yeah, so um, quick premise. 
the this lady's babysitting these two kids on on Halloween. Uh, they are going through their bags of candy, and the main uh, the well, the boy Timmy, Timmy, which I was like, man, what's a fucking stereotypical name. I was like, if the if the sister's name is the, like Susan or Jane, I'm gonna be fucking pissed, you know. I, I think it is something like that. <laughs> no, it was a uh, ta- Tammy or Tammy. Yeah, yeah, uh, I think you're right. Actually, hold Timmy on. Timmy and uh, Tammy. You're right. Or T. They were just calling her Tia. 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 Tia, Tia and Timmy. Um, and then like he dumps his candy, and there's this just fucking black cassette cover like those, those old school snap on ones you know you just like, yeah pop if, them open. if you know what we're talking it's just like when you go to a rental place and you rent the movie and stuff they don't give you the actual well, you know you know depends on the movie because like usually in the theater like in the movie rental places you'd have to go to like the back of the shop to like in that door where like only the adults are allowed to go <laughs> in and those are the ones that are all in those black black set. Uh, well, no, I mean, I, I don't think it was just. Well, from what I remember, I actually remember renting movies from a certain spot, and you you, you pull out the sleeve, you give the sleeve to the clerk, the, the clerk, uh, you know, he, he rings you out and stuff, but gives you kind of like a, a loner case, and that's it was typically one of those. Oh yeah, you remember, I guess everybody like, did it different because yeah, like front row video they had front theirs. row yeah, blockbuster yeah. Hollywood video and then right. your little mom and pop shops like when I lived in Ontario there was um, Video Adventures. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. we had a conversation about your yeah. Video Ventures. Yeah, Video With, Ventures. Video Ventures. Yeah, <laughs> why saying it like that? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they find this tape in the kid's bag and then they're like. Let's pop it in and see what's going on. I thought it was cool that, like, as, you know, she's babysitting them and they're watching a movie. They're watching uh, the original George Romero, The Night of the Living Dead, the old black and white. Yeah, I think that's like a, it seems like a bit of a tradition, if you will. Like, as, I mean, how many movies have we seen that were, that have indicated some sort of, um, Halloween uh, celebration or somebody's watching TV and they, they happen to be watching Night of the Living Dead. I think it's just one of those things that just kind of falls into place. Yeah. I don't know if it's like, um, you know, I, there's always this like um, not rumor. I guess you can call it a rumor where like like all of like uh, Quentin Tarantino's movies, if you look at the clocks, they all say 420 or some stupid shit like that. So I'm wondering if like this kind of falls into that same category where like, oh, you know, if you're doing a horror movie and you're showing a movie in the background, it's got to be Return of the Living Dead or Night of the Living Dead. Or it, I, I think more so it's probably just like horror movie fans making horror movies who are like, I got to throw it in there. It's a fucking classic. It's the inspiration that, you know, led me to be making movies and shit. I mean, it could be. It could be actually a mix of both because I, I actually just came to mind right now that uh, somebody did not disclose a, 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 or, or put in a copyright um, thing on Night of the Living Dead. So technically, Night of the Living Dead is just free reign. Oh. So if you and I wanted to sit here with this audience right here and watch Night of the Living Dead, we could do it without any yeah. repercussions. No. You know, public domain. Or, yeah, I think that's what it's called. Yeah. yeah, just because they forgot to put the little copyright thing. Nice. At the end of the video. Good job, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the one major slip of I, I know that was talked about, but I think it's a little bit of both. I re- I really think it's uh, people who lo- who love horror in general uh, have to pay homage to that. Yeah, you know? I gotcha. 
Um, okay, so again, the movie um, is kind of like a collective of stories, right? Because uh, we yeah, we call it an anthology. Three three different parts, right? Kind right. of uh, similar to other movies like um, Trilogy of Terror. There was this one I was watching recently on Amazon Prime called Scream Time, where like these dudes rob like a they rob a video store, right, of all the VHS tapes, and they go home and they watch this one, and it's again a trilogy of uh, just murders. Yeah, it's uh, it's a typical format for these kind of movies where you have the basic story that puts all the short stories together or the person or the host or something like that. And in this case would be Art the Clown, right? Right. Yeah. So, how does how does the how does the first story go? Well, the the, the first story uh <laughs> uh we get introduced to Art the Clown, already creepy, just uh bus stop uh uh, sees this girl sitting alone, decides to harass her a little bit, and um, you know, it's Halloween night, so I guess you know you, you don't really think much of it other than yeah, it's a creepy dude. Uh, until he uh, pulls out some bullshit and sticks her with a needle, right? And uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like she was waiting for a train in the train station, right? And then like right, right, she went to go use the bathroom or something when she came out, fucking Art the Clown sitting there. Yeah, and just starting to creep her the fuck out, and then sits over, comes and sits next to her. Here's what I thought was cool, right? If you've seen Terrifier, then you know what I'm talking about. But like, he has this like black bag with him, mm-hmm. right? But it's like a liquor store size bag. It's like a grocery store size bag. It's not right. like the big fucking heavy duty trash bag that he has in Terrifier. So I was like, oh, that's interesting that he has it, but it's a smaller bag. I don't know why. It just it. Um, uh, yeah, you know, it's just funny because I did notice that this time around watching All Hallows Eve, I was like, ah, it's a different bag. Mm-hmm. I, I want to say in Terrifier, is it? It's a big ass trash bag, dude. I, like I, I thought like a it Santa was. Bag. I literally thought it was like a pillowcase or some shit. No, I, no, I just rewatched it the other day with uh, oh, Perla. Big bag. Yeah, it was a well, big he, ass he, trash bag. Uh, you know, uh, no spoilers in this episode, but let, let's just say I, I think I noticed the bag was bigger at the end. Yeah, I did yeah. notice that too because I made the note of how small the bag was, and then in the end, the bag was bigger. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The so. growing magic bag of grocery, <laughs> killing weapons. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, uh, Jexus woman. Uh, she. Well. He, so he sat down with her, right? Oh, like right. Next right, to her right. and gave her a flower, and then the flower had like roaches in it. And she like threw it on the floor, and then when she tried to get away, that's right. when he was like, "Who doesn't like roaches with uh, or roses with roaches?" I mean, you, come on. <laughs> you know, what's funny to me is that um, I was sitting there in the beginning, like very like nitpicky about it, like very like nose up about it. Like, wait a minute, if this movie is a you know if they're watching a tape of these murders happening then like somebody had to be recording those things right so that means there's a third person with the video camera and how is this girl not identifying that there's someone standing right next to her with a video camera taping all this shit and then i was like you know what i'm just getting too in my head about it yeah i don't think it was meant to be like you know too logical and and remember this you know aside from what it sounds like this isn't one of those found footage kind of things it's more like just Ah, it's just an experiment of its own. It's uh, you know, it doesn't have, it doesn't really follow any, any standard procedure as far as filmmaking goes. Uh, yeah, I think, I think it's True. just, you know, yeah. But yeah, so he like holds on to her, injects her with a needle, and then she like passes out, and then she wakes up 
In like some subway basement or like some like some long ha- hallway, some some like boiler room looking. I was shit. half expecting like one of the Ninja Turtles to come out and try to save her. That's that's the kind of scene that it was. Yeah, it, it was a lot of pipes, a lot uh, of pipes. But they're yeah. all chained up, right? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like she wakes up and then she finds out that there's other girls down there and they're all chained right. up by the throat, like kind of like uh, collars almost. Yeah. And uh, she's trying to figure out where she's at. And these other girls are like, oh, my God, you know, we're being murdered one by one. Yeah, they're pulling us. They're they're pulling, pulling one of them down the hallway at a time and stuff. And God knows what's happening to them, which actually makes things kind of creepier when you think about it. Because you're kind of like, where do they go? Like, what's, yeah. what's, what, what's yeah. happening at the end of this hallway? Yeah. Is, it, is it Art the Clown, the and guy I, that put her there? Yeah. Or is it what the fuck is going well, on? Well, it's funny you say that because I was wondering the same thing. And then when they dragged one of those girls away, you only see the shadow and the outlines of like yeah. what's happening in the background, which... Again, to your point, I thought it was kind of cool because like it just leaves it open to your imagination. Like, right. what is happening over there? But then, also at the same time, like I tried to make out what was happening in the shadow, and the shadow looked more like an animal or some kind of like bigger figure than Art the Clown. But it makes sense because when they start showing us what's happening down there, it's like a cavalcade of like monsters and demons, right? Yeah, I mean, you got everything from like your stereotypical witches. Uh, like strange beaked people. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's everybody's wearing cloaks and hoods and stuff like that. So it's uh I got a low budget Cenobite vibe from that whole scene. <laughs> like Yeah, I don't know. It, it you know, it seemed it seemed to be some kind of ritualistic thing and stuff, you know, that just um that that just happened to be going on and stuff like that. And then and what happens? What happens at this ritual? It's like sacrifice, man. I think uh, I think the demon, like the devil demon, ended up like raping the girl that was came from upstairs. And yeah, okay. So better explained. There's a pregnant woman. Oh in, yeah, in, I in forgot the about basement. That. Yeah, I forgot about that. Right. So so our lead character in this short film, um, she you know being that she's the only one that survives. She tries to make her way out. She gets unchained, and she accidentally runs into her 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 her. her uh, oh, what do you want to call them? Cenobites. Um, attackers. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, she bumps into them. They they get a hold of her, and uh, the the they sacrifice some woman in the corner uh, who's got a baby. They no pull the baby, the baby out, the and they they put the goblet. Uh, some freaking cup at the bottom of her fill it with the baby's uh fetal blood i don't know if that's a word uh, the sack right yeah i guess yeah something like that and they they fill it up with that blood and they feed it over to some demon guy who just drinks it up like he's freaking drinking like an ice cold coke on a hot day right (laughs) he's just like "Mm." you know he's just sucking and soaking it all in comes up and uh what happens from there, Paul? Uh, you fill me in because I don't. Apparently, I don't remember. <laughs> no, I was just, I was just putting some logic to it. What, what we were watching. Okay, so essentially, these people have this woman surrounded, and they they declothe her, and uh, I guess yeah, just a rape session. Yeah, They're like I hey, let's let's uh, prep this woman for our devil's rape. I don't do well needs. with rape scenes, so it's probably why it's like not coming back to me you know what i mean yeah they didn't really show too much it was more it was more the um idea of 
Yeah. Um, but I, I think this movie does that a lot. You know, it doesn't really need to show you. That's the thing. It catches you off guard. It either shows you or it doesn't. But like the anticipation of knowing that it just might is what kind of fucks you up when yeah, you're watching this. I gotcha. I kind of like that about this film. Yeah. So that one ends, right? And then right. Uh, we cut back to Sarah, the babysitter, with Timmy and Tia. Who, if I have to say, so um, again, if you've seen Terrifier, you know what I'm talking about. But I was wondering if the babysitter, Sarah, was the girl from the opening scene of Terrifier who's you know being interviewed. Uh, yeah, actually, I, I believe it is. Well, it's, it's uh, the same actress. Is it? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. I don't 100%. know. So I'm going to trust you on that. One hundred percent. And I, I, I knew that when I watched, first watched Terrifier, I knew it was the same actress. Don't know if she's playing the same role, but that's what confused me because I was like, "Well, is this the girl from the, from, you know, from, right?" Because obviously there seems to be some kind of detachment when it comes from when it goes to All Hallows Eve and to Terrifier and stuff. Um, I don't really think the two are attached in any way other than the clown. Yeah, because the it opens Terrifier opens up with uh, like a news broadcast about the someone going around with doing all the murders and stuff. So I was mm-hmm. waiting for like a correlation from from All Hallows Eve to Terrifier, but I didn't really see it. Now I will say, just kind of jumping ahead a little bit in the last story, there is that scene where the girl. Um, comes up on that car that's pulled over to the side and there's a girl sitting in the driver's seat and she has the same facial disfigurements as the girl in the opening from uh, terrifier so immediately i'm like oh that's her it's not explained how she got there or maybe i missed it but this girl just showed up on the side of the road out of nowhere all fucked up so i was like uh they clearly just kind of leave it open. But then it's not the same girl. And I can no, tell it's you how, not. How do you know? I already know. Okay. Well, no, not actress or not. No, like, no, no, no. I, I know what you mean, but I already know. See, I thought that too. When I saw it just now, when we were watching it. I was, I to- totally forgot about that chewed up faceless girl at the end. But uh, for, for two reasons. One, she had nubs for hands. Yes. Yeah, that's what I took off her hands. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she, you know, in, in Terrifier, she actually, you know. Rips that other lady's <laughs> face open. It's fucking great. After she told her friend, if I ever looked that like that. Go, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she like, made oh, yeah. her way worse. <laughs> Join no, the club, bitch. But, um, and also knowing uh, Terrifier actually explains that character uh, by the end. Ah, uh, yeah. I, uh, you, I I don't remember one, that. Yeah, yeah. One of the main characters from from Terrifier at the end was getting her face basically eaten off by him. Right, and she wound up being the uh, deformed. That's right. Killer. That's right. At the beginning. Yeah, that's right. The whole hospital scene, right? At yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. All right. So that explains that. So okay. So the first uh, story is over. Sarah goes to take the kid, tells the kids to get in bed. I got to say, the the Timmy kid? Yeah. Fucking douchebag, man. What an asshole kid. Like, just so pompous and, like, uh, just, like, felt like he deserved everything. And just, oh, man, if that was my kid, I'd fucking punch him. Yeah, he he, he was definitely a bad seed. I, I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say I was too much different than him as far as 
His his uh No, this kid was like he was like he had that whole entitled Oh yeah, like, no no, attitude. he was an asshole. So, like, no, I was just talking about the fact he was it, into the movie. Spot on. <laughs> no, yeah. Just the fact he was into the movie, I was like, Oh god, I'm like reliving my pastime and oh, shit. Oh like, yeah, yeah. You know, like slasher films and shit like that <laughs> like a- looking behind your shoulder to see if your mom and dad are watching you watching like a titty slasher film you're like fuck there was some a big scene knockers. where like they were showing the first story and then they cut back to the kids and the babysitter watching it yeah and the, the girls on the couch were like grossed out but he was all like up front like you know like dangerously close to the tv where they tell you you're gonna go blind and <laughs> the smile he had on his face i was like Oh, that's kind of the smile I have on my face right now. <laughs> <laughs> Watch it. Yeah. <laughs> we have the same face. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? That's funny because I did. I, I feel that too. That's crazy. So she puts the kids to sleep. She talks to her friend who's like, yeah, we should hook up after. Let's get a drink or whatever, you know. And then um, she starts rewatching uh, Night of the Living Dead. She's by herself having a glass of wine. She gets a little antsy, so she wants to keep watching what's on the tape. Well, yeah, I mean, as any one story. of us would do, you know. I mean, because you're like, all right, well, I saw that. Like, what uh, else can I see? What well, else? Well, you see that, right? Because you're watching Night of the Living Dead, right? Then you go to Art the Clown and his, uh, you know, de- his demonic friends, mm. and then you turn it off. So it's like, okay, I went from like low to high as far as like the horror is concerned, or the carnage, and then you're sitting there watching the low again, and you're like. Yeah, no, I need to go back and and get get back on that high. Well, just just I think it was more just a curiosity thing. I might be throwing too much logic into it, but like, I think it's more like a curiosity thing. Like, like I mean, it's, I mean, honestly, if, if a kid or if somebody slipped a VHS in my kid's bag or any you know one of my nephews or nieces, I definitely want to watch it. I definitely want to see where it goes. Me and Ricky found one like that one time. It that, wasn't Halloween time, but like we just we were walking by the neighborhood and we noticed one in someone's yard. So that fool went and ran and he got it and he got and we went back to his house and we were debating on whether or not we should watch it. And his sister was like, well, kind of the same thing. She was like, let's watch it together and see what it is. Right. And then what do you think it was? Snuff film. Nah, it was porn. Ah. <laughs> Which almost, usually almost those as good. unmarked almost VHS, as good. black case, like that's what I said in the beginning of the movie. I was like, it's probably porn. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, more than chance that it's gonna be real snuff. <laughs> that would be a gold mine if you found that Ugh, and stuff. That'd be creepy, dude. God damn, You'd I'd have to, like, sell turn that. It in, like, right? fuck it. Well, I mean, I'd probably secretly make a copy <laughs> and see how much I can get on the black market. I heard Joaquin Phoenix is doing oh, that. That's dude, a I got the sound effects for you. Ready? <laughs> Oh, it ain't working. It didn't, it didn't work. <laughs> hold, on, hold on, hold on, Okay, here we go. Ready? <laughs> no, you know where the reference is, right? Because Joaquin Phoenix was the uh, the 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 snuff distributor in that oh, movie Eight Millimeter. I thought you at that. Never mind. No, I, I don't think else. he's really My into bad. snuff. No, no I, 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 I like Joaquin Phoenix. No. I would never think that. You said you. Joaquin Phoenix. I heard Phoenix, not River Phoenix. And uh, oh, I, <laughs> I was taking a crack at his dead brother. Yeah. <laughs> Hence uh, the sad trombone. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So what's the uh, the second story? Um. Oh, so so, and then we we get into uh, the the woman at the house. Uh, there's a woman at her house. She's by herself. Her boyfriend 
just happens to be out of town. They're just moving in. She's unpacking. She's talking to her friend on the, the phone, telling her how beautiful it is. It's not the middle of the city anymore. They're in the outskirts of nowhere, and she's loving it. And almost uh, immediately, right? Um, oh, no, and, and I'm sorry. And she's telling her friend about, uh, you know, uh, her her boyfriend's paintings. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how there's just one that makes her cringe, but she has it covered up. It's in a sheet, right? She can't stand looking at the face, but apparently it's going to be his big money maker. So they're holding on to it. Um, and then shortly thereafter, um, I don't know what, the lights blow out. And um, there's a sudden feel of discomfort. I didn't want to get too deep into this one in case you wanted to jump in. And yeah, explain things I mean, like it's just your typical, like, oh, the phone doesn't work, and right. the lights are out, right? And, and everyone, anyone can think, oh, is this a ghost story? Is this, uh, you know, a serial killer? What's going on? The reason why I really did like that one, in fact, it's probably my, one of my favorite ones on that movie, uh, is that it takes that that slasher trope, but kind of extends it into something otherworldly, if. <laughs> If you get my meaning, and what I mean by that is, uh, it it's it's an alien. She's got an alien in her house. Yeah. Well, what I really liked about it though is how simple the alien looked, but he did kind of creep me out. It's it's really strange how they put that one together. So real quick, okay. So one of the things I noticed, right? Because just kind of looking at you know basic info here, I saw that the. Um, the director of the movie, uh, what's his name? Uh, Damien, Damien Leon. Yeah. Uh, there's no accent mark over it, so, but that's how I'm going to say it anyways. It just looks like it. Leon in, is credited in the beginning for doing the special effects, mm-hmm. but he also wrote it, directed it, and edited it. Ed, edited, edited it. Edited it. Edited it. Edited it. Edited. <laughs> So in my note, I was like, Leon did the effects, right story, edited, mm. and directed, parentheses, my hero. Yeah. I was like, dude, that's so dope that you can do all of that stuff. The beginning the beginning intro, like of the name of the movie was dope. Um, and just everything, if you consider it's just like one guy doing a lot of this shit, obviously he had help, but like to come out of your mind and do all of this stuff, I thought was pretty dope. Now here, here's where this goes. The alien had an alien face. But it's a very basic, like, children's mask you can get at, like, Target. Like, to me, it was, like, very alien-typical. Like, that's the it, it was, it was your gray face. alien look, yeah. But I don't think they were hiding the fact that it was a mask. So I think it was some other kind of creature. Maybe, I don't know, maybe it was meant to be an alien. And they just, you know, low budget and this is all we had. But to me, I got the vibe of, like... This was some uh, some other kind of creature that right. just happened to be wearing an alien mask. Not so much that it was an, an actual alien. Okay. Maybe. It could be, a, a, you know, a, a, in a man form. It, you know, it could be in some kind of mutant. Hence, <laughs> mutant mm, city horror. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, no. Um, I, okay. I, I slightly disagree with you. I'm gonna say this. I think the whole the whole thing about the alien face is kind of like what Fire in the Sky was doing. You know, like uh, we know aliens the way they look because it's it is their mask image that we see. 
But the the reason why I think it actually is is there's too many there's too many uh, possibilities there. One, it's controlling the lights. It's controlling the light from outside that's gleaming in. Uh, it, True. it discharged every electronic, her car, her cell phone, and there's always some kind of weird hum. Any any time this stuff's about to happen. Mm. And uh, when the alien first makes his appearance, I mean, he's got all these tubes. He's got like a breathing apparatus, kind of like Darth Vader has, you know, yeah. like. Um, and he's got all these little gadgets on his chest, like little light up things. Yeah. And he can do different things. I mean, stuff. like I, I found said, them very interesting. Like I said, to me, like I saw all those things and I recognize all those things. Maybe not the hum. Um, but again, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's a alien from space the way that we know like the fire True. in the sky aliens which True. shout out to that movie because i fucking love that movie yeah, yeah um but yeah no yeah it could go either way yeah i i i really did like that character either either way alien or not uh he was he was creepy he was eerie his movements i mean we got to talk about his movements yeah <laughs> that scene where he's like peering into the box it's just everything about him the way he moves he just oh god how could how could you explain it it was very i don't know like if you were underwater and had to move that's what he looked like all right that's fair you know a lot of a lot of appendage movements and stuff like that he just he didn't it didn't seem like to have like an internal skeleton right mm. like it's just kind of like Spaghetti man. Yeah, he's a, there you go, like a spaghetti man, which made him every bit as creepy as you know what what he already was or whatever the hell it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's tormenting this woman, this poor woman. Uh, this is actually where you go into uh, um, wonder. Now, now you kind of assume why they put these females in these roles like this, where they're by themselves and stuff. It, it makes a very uncomfortable feeling, like they feel very helpless and stuff. Uh, she's by herself. This alien is is trying to get to her. She's fighting it off the best way she can, and then she, uh, yeah, she she's about to get away, or it seems like uh, she she's got the upper hand. And finally, her her boyfriend calls again, and gives away her position. Right? Oh uh, yeah, she's Find, hiding. Finds her under the stairs. Pulls her away, and as she's pulling away, she rips off the sheet, which then reveals the new painting that her boyfriend did which is mr art the clown art the clown honk honk the face of the movie and that's what's cool is like because i'm watching this one and i'm like oh there's i don't know is it gonna be art the clown under that but then that wouldn't make any sense to me so it was like oh well maybe this is just kind of like a standalone story which it kind of was yeah but it it checked my expectations because you know, I've seen Terrifier a bunch of times and I already kind of had an idea of what this movie was. And so I thought, you know, all of it or most of it was going to be kind of centered around Art the Clown. So like when we saw the first um, short, it was, you know, him, but then, you know, his his homies. Um, so then this one was, I mean, it was all the alien until the very end where you see the portrait or the painting of Art the Clown. And you're so, all like, there's the connection yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah, and like, <laughs> yeah. He wasn't in it, you know what I mean, yeah. physically, but his, his image was there. And so it's like, all right. So he, like, he just brings that level of like terror. His heart in was way, in shape it. Or form. <laughs> yeah. He put his heart in it. <laughs> so that one's over. And then she stops watching again. Um, and then what happens at, after that? The transition between the two. Um, 
Oh, so immediately after she's done with the video, uh, the corner of her eye, he she actually spots that same alien face that barely kind of like comes around the corner or, or it kind of hides around the corner just enough for her to notice somebody was there. Mm, I must have missed the that babysitter. Mm. Yeah, so she she had seen somebody and she was like, "Well, what the fuck was that?" And she's thinking it's the kids, right? So she goes up the stairs to check on them. And thinks that they're faking that they're asleep. And she oh, calls well, at them this out. point, like the daughter was scared. She had oh, been asking right. the babysitter, yeah. like, "Is you think the, the clown's real and everything?" And she's like, "See, I fucking knew it. I showed you guys the scary shit. Now you don't want to go to bed." <laughs> and so she ended up like yeah. popping out of her bed and going into her brother's room, hmm. who you know reluctantly was like, "Fine, just come sleep. Hurry up." And so he wasn't too much of an asshole. If he was a big asshole, he'd be like, "No, fuck you. Go with it." But yeah, yeah. So yeah, we're seeing was. all of He's her discovering that the kids are, you know, asleep in the room because they're right. scared or whatever. And then she goes back down and finishes the tape. Mm. And that's when the third one starts. Yeah. And just gets right into it immediately. Right. It's your typical uh, on the road slasher. <laughs> Yeah, right. I mean, uh, there are a lot of horror movies that start that way. I'm driving by myself. Yeah, in the middle, middle of the, of the night. night. I got no gas in my car. Hallows Eve. Yeah, yeah, I see the gas, the sign that says, "Hey, last gas for you know, twenty miles or whatever." She's yeah, it, on you know, it actually said last gas in three miles. Yeah. So basically. I don't know how the fuck long it's going to be before she finds gas again, right? Yeah. And then she immediately looks and then she's like, oh, shit, I probably need gas because I'm on she wasn't e. even, like, close to empty. She was empty, empty. like <laughs> Yeah. Men. Like, how are you still driving? Yeah. <laughs> it's all, like, a little below and shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, so she goes to the gas station and um, uh, gas, uh, she, she's uh, honking, right? She's yeah, honking there's nobody there, no attendant, the door's locked, you know. Which, which makes a difference. This must not be in California, right? Because. Well, no, because she said she was. Well, eventually, when she starts talking to the gas attendant, she was like, I'm oh, heading right. to New York, and she had New York license plates on her car. I noticed the dumbest shit in movies, dude. No, no, it's not. It's, it's I actually look at license shit that plates. I we, look at, we, like, we take, we take for granted shit. sometimes, you know, like, uh, you know, actually, just like right now, it could have saved me the, the heartache of wondering, is this or is this not? Because, yeah. like, what fucking gas station have I ever been to where I actually have somebody pump my gas? The first time I think I even had somebody do that, I tripped out. I was like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah get away from my car weirdo <laughs> but yeah she's honking trying to get a hold of the gas station attendant uh there seems to be no reply so she decides to get out of the car and kind of head head toward the building and she realizes there's a scuffle uh the gas station attendant happens to be scuffling around with somebody pushing them out and uh we find out again it's our friend art the clown who uh, apparently, by this guy's terms, pissed and shit all over the place. Yeah, right? yeah. The gas attendant was throwing him out because he had pissed and shit all over the bathroom. Sounds like some Martha Clown would do. Well, he did it in the in Terrifier. He got kicked out of the pizzeria because he shit all over the walls. Remember? Oh, that's right. Yeah, and that dude had to clean it up. And he's like, "I better get overtime for this." <laughs> that's right. I forgot <laughs> about that. Yeah. So he's got. A, he's you know you see Art the Clown. You know just. Don't let him in. He's going to shit all There's over the place. shit somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, good to see him from afar. But. So, so he's getting thrown out of the gas station. He sees this girl just kind of standing by himself. And the attendant sees him seeing the girl. And he's like, hey, get the fuck out of here. Like, go. And then he, he bails. Mm -hmm. And the girl's getting gas. She's on her way back 
from a movie shoot where she's a special effects artist and uh, I don't know, like a costume designer. Uh, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Gets They're all gas, the same. No, I'm just kidding. Goes on her way. Um, and then starts to encounter some weird shit. Yeah. Uh, wait, I'm trying, I'm trying to remember this, the bridge toward the end. That's why I threw it to you. Cause I don't remember either. Okay. <laughs> Um. Fuck! I don't really. I. I. So, she's seen him get kicked out. I think he was on the oh, side of the road. That's what it was. She's, no, 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 no. He was you, holding you, a sign on the no, side of the road. That was right? that was different. No, the gas station attendant was gonna give her directions to to get back to, to right, the highway. Right. And as he was giving the directions, they both heard something after he had kicked Art the clown out. And, uh, you know, he looks suspicious. He says, I'll be right back. Of course, you know, that guy's not coming back. We all oh, know the whole yeah, thing. Yeah. You know, so he goes in there and um, she's still He's waiting out there for a while. So yeah. she's like, well, maybe I go check and see what's going on. Of course, she happens to walk into a very beautiful, beautifully placed bloodbath in the back. As a uh, good friend, Art the Clown, seems to be hacking off his head, you know, with a... Hacksaw? I don't know, but like as soon as I saw him doing that, I was like, this dude really loves cutting off heads because he did that in the pizzeria with the two guys. He cut their heads off too yeah. in Terrifier. So I was like, yeah. he's got a thing for heads. Yeah. Nice. I just, well, not not just that, but just disembodiment or like uh, uh, you know, detachment, like limb detachment. Yeah. Because yeah, he yeah. does it with hands and yeah. legs too. He just likes to turn people True. apart. So very graphic display. Wonderful. Uh, she walks in there and she she gets scared out of her mind. She goes pukes outside and then runs into her car and then goes to take off. Now she's scared as fuck. And that's where she's she's on the phone. She's calling for help, right? And that's where she had seen Art the Clown on the side of the road with the circus sign. Oh right, yeah, and yeah. freaked her out even more and shit. Um, I don't really know where it went from there. He wound up in her back. I was going to say it. Somehow he wound up in the backseat of her car. Yeah. I think what had happened was um, she was freaked out and then she pulled over because she saw that other car on the side of the road. That's right. And then saw the, the girl with one. the face. Yeah. The mm -hmm. faceless chick in there. So she got back in her car and she took off. And that's when Art the Clown was in the back of the car. Right. That's That's where he took his opportunity yeah. to get in there. All right. Yep. And then, like, he was trying to, like, get at her, and she slammed on the brakes, and that fool, like, flew from the back to the front. Kind of, like, knocked him out for a second, and she just, like, stopped and got out and started running yeah, enough time into to the stun woods him. where there's no light, like, you know, typical. Into an old barn. Fashion. Yeah. Like that commercial, that Geico commercial. Yeah. Let's hide behind those chainsaws. <laughs> what are you kidding me? Yeah, I remember that. That was so funny. <laughs> awesome Geico commercials man they still have it <laughs> um yeah uh so she's running from dude you know and he starts you know, to give chase and he's coming after her and uh she barricades herself in she locks herself into this barn and um she's just listening to see if he's gonna go away she's freaked out right she thinks uh well she, i guess she's waiting waiting she's waiting for it to cool down man right. she's like waiting for like figure out when the coast is clear she's probably trying to collect herself and everything and then 
this full fucking what prairie dog there. Like he dug <laughs> under the barn. It's assumed because he pops up in yeah. the ground like like a fucking you Great know, body entry. coming out of the cemetery and shit. Great entry. But I mean, yeah, I wonder how long that took him to do that. I don't know. Maybe you yeah. already had the, the hole pre-dug, but then like you had to have like planned there's for no, to go there. I was, like, yeah, I was going to say, there's no way you could have foreseen well, you never this. Know. But then he, and yeah, He's got holes dug everywhere. It's mm. like the clown prepares. Uh, she, she escapes. Oh, she that's right she, he starts he there. starts flogging her with that thing right like it's like a, it's like a whip with like um it's got uh what are those little knives that doctors have uh, scalpels yeah it's got like scalpels it's got needles it's got little knives and shit yeah, like that yeah. he's just whipping yeah, away at her which is cool. a great weapon yeah uh, he actually uses it in terrifier as well um and uh, one one of the knives comes off, so she uses that to stab him in the eye. Just enough time. Oh, and then stab him in the back with another yeah, knife. Yeah. And then runs out of the barn, and then runs into uh, this the lonely guy who happens to be just perusing well, the she, middle of nowhere. Yeah, she too. came. She hit the main road, and like she saw this car coming. Right. That's right. And she got his attention. She jumps in, and she's trying to get him to leave. The guy's taken off. Um. How did they get stopped? Oh, they didn't. Her car started following. Yeah, he was uh, driving the car. And then uh, Art the Clown was driving her car um, and pulled one of the most unexpected, you know, um, kills uh, performed in these kind of movies because we're not used to... Slasher movies, they're, they're usually very inventive kills and stuff. You don't expect this guy to come rolling up and just shoot him in the head. Yeah, I thought the same thing. I thought it was like, this is kind of like opposite of like, and maybe I'm spoiled because I've already seen Terrifier, you know what I mean? And like, well, and then everything used you used the gun in, in Terrifier too. Yeah, uh, that's true too. That that's See, I, that was the problem. Is he, okay, so my brother-in-law, when I introduced him to Terrifier, I was trying to tell him about Art the Clown in All Hallows' Eve. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was saying that one of his dislikes was that shootout with the cops at the end or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, he already, he did have a gun. Right. You know, and I was always already disclosed because the first movie. So it's not like it came out of left field. Like, all right, let's take the easy route out and shit. Like, give him a gun. And to be fair, like, he he doesn't use it until the end of both movies. So, like, you know, it's not like it was his first choice, you know, weapon of choice. He's just like, well, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. True. Shoots in, shoots the guy in the face. Um, they crash. They crash, and the uh, girl's knocked out, right? Yeah. Uh, so costume designer's knocked out, and when she comes to, she's, like, looking around. She sees all the the different tools that must have been used recently, all bloody and meat still hanging off of them and shit, and then she realizes what? Uh, that she's tied down. But like, not tied. Well, I thought she was tied. Well, it makes it look like she's tied down yeah, because does. she can't move. But then you find out when they pan out, she's got no arms and no legs. Yeah. Well, like stumps. Stumps. Sewed up. Ren and stumpy. <laughs> Even went as far as to sew up the, the wounds and stuff. Yeah. Like but and he just not, left a bunch of messages all over her. Not before he carved right? into her, right? Yeah, Calling yeah. her a pig, a slut. Cunt. Like, they just bitch. went down. Yeah. Yeah. Carved into her torso, um, yeah, her naked torso with no arms and no legs, and they weren't even cut like 
like uh, uh, precisely. They were like this one, this this nub is like longer than this one and stuff <laughs> like that. Like I don't know, he's really going for the the art piece there. I I, I well, think at that point, I think he he nailed it right on the head. <laughs> it was pretty good. Yeah, but this freaks out the babysitter Sarah, right? So she's like right. frantically trying to turn off the the movie, and then she mm-hmm. gets it turned off, and then she gets a phone call. Not on her cell phone. She gets a phone call on the landline at the house. Hmm. So she picks that up, and it sounds like her friend, but then also sounds like the girl that she just saw in the movie. And she's saying the same things that the girl the said in the movie. Same things. Yeah, yeah. It was just, she was telling the guy when he pulled over. It was uh-huh. like, "This guy's chasing me. He's in a clown outfit. He's trying to kill." There was like a murder at the gas station. All the exact same verbiage. You know, she freaks out and fucking hangs up the phone. And then the movie starts playing over again. And But it's that scene where he's cutting into the gas station attendant and cutting mm. his head off. Yeah. And then he starts like peering to like he starts staring at the babysitter through the TV. Like almost like I'm looking at the camera, but I'm looking right at you. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And then this is where I thought it got kind of cool, which is like... um he starts trying to like come at her through the TV, which like, okay, I've seen that a couple places here and there. That's not new, right? Um, but then as she's like, you know, pulling the tape out, she broke the tape. It's still playing on the TV, and then like it keeps cutting back and forth between what we're seeing at the TV coming to us as those who are watching it, and then like the the portrait of the couch and her staring at so it looks like we're in the TV watching her and mm. then it looks like um, yeah it breaches you know I mean? the fourth wall there at the like end yeah, yeah a little bit yeah so so I thought that part was kind of cool and then like Art the clown ends up just like being in the living room and she keeps turning around she doesn't see him but then she turns around and she sees herself on the TV trying to turn the movie off with Art the clown there so she's like freaking out like what the fuck um, and then um, it stops and she hears yelling coming from the bedroom. The the girl, the daughter, Tia, is starting to freak out. So she runs over there. She gets halfway up the stairwell and then uh, she saw him at that point, right? Yeah, yeah. Art's standing there laughing. He's mm-hmm. silently laughing. He doesn't make sounds, but he's silently laughing. He's got blood all over him. She already knows what to expect when she walks in that room. She's like, she's already dreading it, right? Mm-hmm. She's not, at this point, she's not even scared of him. She's just like, fuck, I already know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, ah, I'm in trouble. <laughs> right? Darn. Uh, so she you knows she's traumatized. She's screaming, and then she closes her eyes, and when she opens them, he's gone, right? Yeah. And she walks upstairs and then sees the heads of what used to be. <laughs> Again, more with the heads. <laughs> yeah, severed heads. And they're kind of put together, right, in a, in a very, <laughs> like. They were small. Like, I get what you're doing, right? You're creating models of these heads. Yeah. And then putting all the blood around it and everything. And, like, you zoom in a little bit to make it look bigger. But even all panned in, they still were very small. Mm. They reminded me of the shrunken heads from Beetlejuice. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) But they were all, like, leaned on each other and stuff like that. All stacked very (laughs) nicely and properly around, like, pools of blood. (laughs) And I thought to myself, like, how nice of him to, like, make it, like... Because it's all about presentation, right? So, right. Like, it's just how nice of them to put it together like that. Yeah, yeah. That, I, that, those, that like, took a little bit of extra place. <laughs> he took bit. his time to make it look nice. Absolutely. You know, Respect the craftsmanship. Yeah. You're going to be a killer. Might as well make it look nice. <laughs> uh, 
Um, okay, and then so so what happens from there? Uh, that's about it. The, the movie cuts, and then uh, as the credits start rolling, we get a little extra glimpse of him now looking at the TV the same way he was before, but now looking at us yeah. watching the TV. Yeah. Which I really, I like that. A yeah. good way to close that one. Yeah. Make you feel like you're actually part of the event. Yeah, I thought it was kind of cool too. Uh, all in all, I, I think what the story in itself is in telling is, uh, is that whatever's happening to these people, they wind up on this tape, right? Yeah, because that's, that's exactly what happened, right? She right. ended up being like the next story on the tape. Yeah. And yeah. so what that's telling us at the end is that we're the next story. Oh. <laughs> Now there is an All Hallows Eve two. Yeah, I watched. But I've never watched it. Well, I watched it. I wouldn't expect what you, you know, it's it's still a fun watch. But this same premise, just new videotape. There's no, there's no art. The clown. There's no nothing. It has no association with it. No, but I mean, like, is it the same premise in that like somebody else finds another tape and it's just kind of the oh here's some three more stories or whatever. No, it's just. It's straight to the stories. Oh, got it. Yeah, it didn't. I, I don't even know if there's a real tie-in, but there's a lot more. I think there's mm. like five. Mm. You know, so. Well, we didn't really talk about the cast all that much, uh, but I know the guy who plays Art the Clown in this one mm. doesn't play Art the Clown in Terrifier. Why is that? Um, I, I believe I read. Uh, now I could be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure I, I read that the original guy actually died. Hmm. Uh, Mike, whatever his name is. I got my Google machine right here. I'm taking a look real fast. Mm. I, I can't even tell you where I remember hearing that from. But it, it was uh, a little distracting to hear this. We're, yeah, we're going to confirm. I don't see anything. Um, I don't know. Let's just hope it was just like ah, he just didn't want to do it. But yeah. I, I, I think I think he may have died. I think the original guy did. You you could actually tell the difference. You can see the face. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. All right. Well, great movie, man. Great, yeah. great choice. Fucking loved it. Um, recommend it to anybody um, who's a fan of the channel or just horror in general. If you haven't seen it, it's a good catch. I know Terrifier Two right now is getting a lot of buzz. People are starting to really. really kind of pick up on the brand and so you know i think you mentioned it or maybe raymond mentioned it but it was like now you're gonna have all these people who come out of the woodworks you'd be like oh well i've been with terrifier since you know all hollows eve and yeah i mean look at the end of the day most people who say that they've been a fan of terrifier from the beginning still don't even know how all hallows eve exists uh, that's that's, how, that's that how you can point. really test it that's how that you can really point. test yeah, it i think that was raymond's point so uh, but you know what? At the end of the day, if it introduces you to the brand and like you're a fan and you fall oh, yeah. in love with it, then cool, man. Yeah. Even if you start at Terrifier, you got to work your way back. Do it. You know, this is a really good movie. This is definitely not a family, fun, friendly kind of uh, like a uh, horror movie that you should watch for Halloween. But I think it's one for people that like the edgier shit that really want to challenge themselves. Yeah, dude. Challenge yourself. Too. Yeah. It was good great. movie. And it's inspiring, too, because I, like I said, the dude... You know, wrote the story, edited, directed, fucking did the special effects. So, like, yeah, shout out to you, Damien Leon. Too, you know, yeah, keep them coming, man. Well, cool, man. Good recommendation. Uh, looking forward to our new season this year. Me too. Uh, hopefully, we'll push out content more than just once a month. 
uh, but look for video stuff to still come out on the channel maybe maybe on YouTube maybe on Patreon who knows but um, we'll definitely be doing more of this audio stuff so absolutely cool. it was good seeing you guys again alright friends good being with, with you again my man yes, PG sir. here good looking. made this all happen we brought it all together and put us on the map on all Spotify right. happy Halloween everybody happy Halloween be safe <laughs>